what to build, what to build. Oh, come on, Lucy. Wow, you're a builder. You're a maker. You're a... <gasps> I got it! Tool call. Hammer. Hammer. Wrench. Wrench. Drill. Drill. Great job, Kapow. Great job, Kapow. Oh, no, wait, that's me. Great job, Lucy Wow. Oh, brother. Now all we have to do is turn this thing on. Let the show begin. Oh, hi there. Welcome back to Pflugerville and Kapow's Power of Invention podcast. It's me, Guy Neville. And I am Kapow. Weird. Kapow was supposed to be here. Where could that mechanical pygmy goat be? I'm here, guy! Ah, what were you doing under the table, Kapow? Well, I saw something shiny down here, and I thought it might be food, so I crawled under the desk. It turned out what I saw was a penny. Finding a penny is good luck. Did you make a wish? Yep, and then I ate the penny. Ah! Pennies are food, Kapow. They're money. Money isn't food. It buys food. What about quarters? Are they food? Nope. Nickels? Dimes? Pesos? If it's money, it's not food. Wow! I think we've learned a lot today. What a good podcast. Thanks for listening. Until next time, this is Kapow signing off. Go, kid! No! It's not go, kid, no! It's go, kid, go! But we're not done, Kapow. We haven't even talked about today's subject. Elevators. Oh my goodness, you're right. It's elevator day. Sorry. <laughs> well, alrighty then. Let's push S for start and take this lift to the podcast floor. An elevator, or lift, as they're called in some places in the world, is a vehicle that moves people, or things, up and down, between floors and buildings. They are generally powered by electric motors that are connected to wire cables and counterweight systems. Well, maybe nowadays, but they started out simpler. A man named Archimedes supposedly built an elevator in 236 B.C., this elevator was a humble wooden platform attached to a hemp rope and powered by human hands or animal feet. And that's the way it stayed for thousands of years. If you wanted to ride up, you needed a person or an animal to pull down on the rope attached to the pulley system. Then, in the early 1800s, animals and humans got a break when mechanized hoisting devices, or engines, were created. Despite this huge improvement, for the next 50 years, these mechanical elevators were more tourist attraction than a transportation. After all, the world had no super tall buildings yet, so there wasn't much need for elevators. But then, in the 1850s, the idea of the skyscraper was born. This new and very tall idea included a fancy living space called a penthouse on the top floor. Now, people wanted to live in these penthouses so they could enjoy the views, but no one wanted to walk up all those stairs. Skyscraper designers thought that elevators could be the answer to the penthouse problem. But people didn't trust them. People were just certain that elevators were too dangerous to use every day. And back then, they were right. But then, a man named Elisha Otis came along. Otis made a living as a doll maker, but he was an inventor at heart. 
First, he invented a robot turner that sped up the doll-making process. Next, he designed a safety brake that could stop trains instantly and an automatic bread-baking oven. Ooh. One day, while he was cleaning up the floor in his factory, Otis wondered if there was a better way to get things from the first floor to the upper levels. He had seen elevators and hoisting platforms in other factories, but these often broke. He and his sons started tinkering until they finally came up with a design for their own safety elevator. And it worked. Otis thought he'd invented something pretty special, but no one else agreed. He couldn't get anyone to buy them. He needed a way to show the world how cool his invention was. Then in 1853, New York hosted the World's Fair, and Otis got his chance. At the New York Crystal Palace, Otis amazed the crowd when he ordered the only rope holding the platform on which he was standing cut. The rope was cut by an axeman, but the platform didn't fall. The safety locking mechanism had worked. People finally saw that an elevator could be safe. Skyscraper builders had found the answer to their penthouse problem. The first elevators were expensive luxury items in the skyscraper hotels in New York, London, and Paris. They were beautifully designed rooms with upholstered seats and mirrors on the walls. Sometimes even a small chandelier hung from the ceiling. These elevators were powered by steam engines and needed an operator to work them. The elevator operator would close the door and then control the lift as it would rise, very slowly. It was okay that it was slow, because it was an amazing new technology and a luxury experience that allowed guests to avoid walking upstairs. But as the elevator moved away from hotel and into office, speed became important. You didn't want to be late to work because the elevator was too slow. So in 1870, the eight-story, 130-foot equitable life building in downtown Manhattan became the first office building to feature elevators that moved fast. The industry standard for how long an elevator trip should take, no more than 30 seconds, was established here and remains the same today. Now, they were fast. These elevators were powered by hydraulics or liquids under pressure. Hydraulic engines are powerful, but they have a limit to how high they can push an elevator. So, as buildings kept rising higher and higher, elevators were forced to evolve again. Oh. This is how the modern electric traction elevator was developed. Once they went electric, elevators went everywhere. They became a part of everyday life for all of us. Just think about all the ways elevators affect your world. They allow people to live in tall buildings that take up less space than a neighborhood of houses. They give you a bird's eye view of the world. They help millions of people get to work or back home every day. Elevators literally took humans to the next level. They even inspired their own style of music, elevator music, which is a story for another podcast. Maybe we'll do that next week. Make sure you keep listening to Kapow's Power of Invention podcast in case we do. And in the meantime, if any of you kids have any questions about elevators, Flugville, the great guy Neville, or Lil Me, send it to Kapow at gokidgo.com. You might get your question read live on the show. Now, go make something, build something, go big, and then go bigger. And guess what? I'm famous! The most famous mechanical pygmy goat to ever live! Don't faint! Woo! I'm on a t-shirt and a hoodie and a sticker and ah! Go to gokidgo.com and check me out! Lucy Well merchandise is now available! And you know you need more Kapow in your life! Until next time, this is Kapow signing off. Go, kid, go! 
Go, kid, go. Go, kid, go.